0: You are listening to Unfiltered with D
1: and G. On the, on the headline is: Should Father's Day be banned because it's disrespectful to single mothers and same-sex couples? That's <laughs> they why to, they have they, Mother's they, Day. They want to ban Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's not even Merry Christmas; it's Happy Holidays. It's happy Holidays so now. People are offended. Yeah. If you were to discover that your closest friend Uh-oh. was a heroin dealer, nice. What would you do? polls are bullshit. Who who are they polling? I, I didn't know. get polled.
0: Or you just didn't feed enough and he's like, "I'm only here cuz you're feeding me great, right. but until, once I'm hungry, I'm going to eat this guy who's a big meal."
1: <laughs> Hello everyone. Welcome or welcome back. You are listening to Unfiltered with DNG as in Dan and George. I am George and this is my co-host Dan. And
0: welcome cheers, to our buddy. cheers. Welcome to our last episode of the <laughs> of the year welcome to our last episode everyone yeah this is our last episode of 2022 and how it flew
1: by right wow yeah cheers this is i mean the the, the end of our third season it's I mean, amazing third season it's amazing i mean uh, i don't even really remember our first or second one
0: i thought we just started <laughs> yeah, like six we, months we ago just started like so last year this is uh actually christmas week right and uh this will lead us right into the new year so mm-hmm. happy new year as well happy new year buddy to uh, great health, Merry wealth, Christmas. and prosperity. You betcha. All right. Mm. That one I downed. That's overnight. You know, <clears throat> I was sick for like a, a month and uh, finally just now getting over it. So hopefully I won't cough during our uh, recording because I've been coughing a lot, usually
1: at night. You still have a little tight chest? <clears throat> yeah, oh yeah. You know, I, I've had bronchitis my whole life, and uh, <laughs> yeah. is that is that like a, a lifelong disease? How oh, to bron- it must I feel be. like I feel like that's that it's, should be. It's a respiratory inter- intermittent.
0: Well, it it, it gets worse. Uh, I mean, it goes away, kinda, but I'm prone to it. So mm. just like you get gout, you know, yeah, you're okay. prone to it. Oh, okay, to so where you always have it, but it's dormant. Huh. So with uh, bronchitis, it's a upper respiratory. Uh, you know bacterial infection or whatever infection, whatever it is, but it, <laughs> it hurts well, the you, chest. Well, I forget, but, but I mean, right into us. Tell well, us Well, you exactly. would think
1: that if you had this, you would do some research into it. And well, I used know it to extensively. But, like I know my gout.
0: Well, I, I kind of knew if I were to get COVID, it's not good when you have respiratory mm, right, kind of yeah. issues. But, okay. but at the same time, I mean, uh, to me, it's just like getting a cold, you have all the same symptoms of the cold. You get the fever and the, the hard to breathe and, you know, uh, sore throat and coughing. And, you know, I remember, I don't know if you remember, about two years ago, I was coughing so hard that I broke a rib.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: yeah. Uh, that's when I had bronchitis. And mm. You know, it was just, it was horrific. And this is pre-COVID. So, it's not like, uh it was probably three years ago then because it was pre-COVID. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, it's just bronchitis. But I've had it, like I said, my whole life. Uh So, I'm like prone to either getting it or you never really or recovered from it in a sense. Yeah. So <clears throat> George, this is why I can't exercise properly.
1: Oh Jesus. You know, That's respiratory more issues. <laughs> Isn't
0: that great? Yeah. Well, well, I, maybe I could get disability or something. Get
1: some disability. Yeah, I feel like you can get disability for almost anything. Now. I think so. I think so. But you know, the funny
0: thing is so about, I would say two years ago, uh, I thought I was having a heart attack. I really did. Okay. And uh, it took me about four hours to get to the hospital because I'm like, nah, it's just going to go away. And then, my ex convinced me to go, and she kept saying, well, if you die, don't be pissed, you know, kind of give you that guilt trip. <laughs> die, exactly, <laughs> you know, but she convinced me to go, and we actually, she drove, and then I just didn't want to go to the hospital because it was late at night, yeah. and uh, I just feel like it's just a cold. It's just something, but once it gets in your head, like, what if, like, I've never had a heart attack, yeah. so I don't know what it's going to feel like. Right. So, I couldn't breathe. I had chest pains. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I was having a heart attack. Right. And then, you know, they do say like uh, men are stubborn and, and sure. m- you know, a lot of people die because they just don't go to the right, hospital. Right, so, right. she got in my head and we actually went and uh, it was bronchitis once again and everything was fine and they didn't even give me a prescription. They did nothing except bill me an outrageous amount of money. <laughs> that's why I never go, yeah. you know, to the doctors, you know, and uh, they, they just said, go to your primary and I never went to my primary because again, it was like a Friday night. I By the time I can get into my primary at the time, you I'm feel already- better. Yeah, you're already kind of feeling better, yeah. you know. So, I just had over-the-counter uh, meds but they charged me like $2,200, you know, for, yeah, exactly. And that's with the insurance and, uh, it's just ridiculous. And you got to go back and forth for like a year, just trying to like get it down. And, and then suddenly, you know, whatever I paid, it was ridiculous. And so anyway, that's just my two cents on that. But, (laughs) but, uh, I would say about a month ago, you know, I got all the symptoms once again and then with COVID around, who knows, you know, maybe it's COVID, maybe it's not, but no one around me got, uh, Covid, you know, I had all the symptoms, but again, I felt like it was bronchitis again because it was just like you know an upper respiratory uh, you
1: know issue. You know, did it feel like you felt before the same? Well, but, but that's the thing, yeah. I mean, my whole life, different.
0: every time I've gotten sick, I have all the same symptoms. I mean, so whether you have COVID and you have all the same symptoms as a, as the flu, well, but, I think, but
1: I don't know. Wouldn't you like, just want to get tested just out of curiosity if it, if it was COVID? Well, no, not really, because uh, I mean, you not know, that people around anything, me and not get COVID. So. I know, but I mean, it's not like you, not that you're going to do anything different. It's not. It's not like.
0: Well, I guess it's like you don't have it unless you, you know you're tested. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I'm free of it. But again, I, I didn't have the luxury to be gone from work for ten days or five
1: days. I mean, I'm working. I, I can't just take no. Off. But I mean, let's say you have COVID and you don't get tested and you go to work anyway. What's the difference when you if you get tested? And you still I mean, go to I work? can't go to work. No, but why, why well, can't wouldn't. you? Because I have principles and ethics. <laughs> That's integrity, George.
0: Once you know you have a disease or, a, or an illness, you can't go. But I stayed in my office. I stayed secluded. Yeah. I mean, I did not uh, interact with people while I was sick. I mean, I maintained distance. Yeah.
1: I mean, you do that anyway, I,
0: right? Well, I try to. Because, you know. No, but I really I did try while I'm sick. I mean, to to not really, uh, you know, interact with people. I stayed away. I just, I went and I really secluded myself uh, from everybody. But just in case, you know, uh, definitely... didn't really interact with anybody you know mostly emails and stuff anything i could have done from home basically but i was there to to just show that you know one of my biggest issues at work is everybody calls in all the time so Mm. i preach attendance all the time so i didn't i didn't want to be that person because again if i was to call in for being sick i would have i would have called in for a month Right, right because you know what's one day gonna do or two days. I mean, I'm still sick when I go back. So my way of, you yeah, know, hey, I'm here. I'm sick. Like, you know, grow a set of balls and move <laughs> on. But I mean, in today's world, and again, this is where you know, you 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 don't manage teenagers. And I'm telling you, it's not their career. They don't care. They they're always going to say they're not paid enough. Uh, all, they have every reason not to show up, and they don't. So I don't want to be, you know, like, oh well, you do it too, you know, kind no. of attitude. Oh. So I'm always there. I don't think it really matters. Well, it, I know it doesn't matter, but it matters to me to say I'm here when I'm sick. No, okay. So, but I mean, that's just me, but I've never called off of work ever. So, with I don't broken not ribs and uh, f-
1: I want to say, I don't think I have either. I'm never called off. Yeah. And so the thing is, I, for a long time, my work hasn't been so labor intensive that right. it's not like, uh, it's not like you can't go in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not like yeah. I can't go in. I mean, other um, than trying to not get everyone else sick, <clears throat> but right. previous jobs, it's like, especially when I was a barber, I mean, yeah, that's a, probably a bad uh, profession if you are sick, but yeah, because
0: you're breathing on people. Yeah.
1: You breathe on people. But if you're not working, you're not making any money. So right. it's, you know, it's a, it's a bad, I mean, it's a bad situation all around. So you can't really call in sick as often as you, you and, want to. And that's
0: true. I mean, if I, Uh, hurt my back and I have to lift heavy boxes. I mean, that's different, I guess. But I have a private office, so it's like, if I can't make it to work and just (laughs) sit there, (laughs) I mean, come on. And then I expect people to show up when they're sick. But, you know, again, I'm 30, 35 years older some of these workers. So it's like, come on. When I was sixteen, it was even when I was sick. I mean, you shake it off, yeah. you know, kind of attitude. Yeah, Going yeah. to work, I, I guess. In, in my way of thinking, is come to work. You're sick. Management sees you're sick. And then we send you home, basically. But to call off on every little thing, it, right. it's just it's annoying to anyone in management. There was an art. There was a meme or an article or something that I saw. Somebody got fired because they were pretty uh, rough with their their staff by, you know, kind of posting in the break room. It was kind of mean, I guess, the the memo. But sure enough, the manager got fired for, for basically trying to discipline the staff. And you know, I was really against that one. I'm going to have to research that one and, and some, something we can discuss because I totally get it I totally see that manager's perspective of he's trying to run or she's trying to run a business and you can't when everyone's just calling off and the funny thing is it spirals down all the customers they're they're not they're not sympathetic to managers you know they, they don't care right. they just want you well staffed, take care it's all about me 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 right. take care of me well, I don't care about well, your problems it's with everything right but but there's a lot of pressure on managers in, in the retail world you know and, and you can clearly see people that aren't in retail and the way they act towards the managers and in this time of giving and generosity and they don't give a fuck. (laughs) I mean, they don't.
1: You're so you're, you're pitting the, you have the customers who are concentrated about me, me, me going against the employees that are are saying me, me, me as well. So it's like, I need to be healthy to work. And the customer is like, I need workers to be here for me. And then, you know, I need to be The, the employees yeah. will be, I need to be healthy to work for well, you. So it's, it's, a, it's managers, a vicious cycle.
0: It is a vicious cycle. The manager's caught in between. Yeah. The manager doesn't call off because no. if they call off, the business is closed. No one operates. So we go in sick regardless. Yeah. The yeah. corporate office holds you accountable. The customers hold you accountable. The employees hold you accountable and you get very little pay in retail. And yet, you know, they should be treated with a lot more respect and dignity. Look at look at Black Friday or, uh, you know, right now, go to Walmart and see how crazy it is. Oh, and those cashiers the, and all the workers, yeah. are, they're treated like dog shit, yeah. you know, from the overwhelming majority of people. I'm very kind. And I think people in the industry are kind. And they understand, like, oh, they're short-handed. And, and we understand when you're in retail. do you know, I think there are a lot of people that just well, don't get
1: it. <laughs> more and more now, every time I go to Walmart, they, they have expanded their self-checkout. Almost every, so it used to be just one side that was self checkout. Now it's both sides that were checkout. Now, almost everything in the middle is checkout except for the very middle. There's like three or four cashiers that are actually cashiering. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like 10 aisles on one side that are self checkout. 10 aisles on the other side of the the other exit that are self-checkout. Yeah, they've expanded. And, and, and now Circle K has a checkout, has self-checkout. Oh, really? No yeah, I, I know that. So when I Uber, I oh. go to Circle K and get my coffee. And you, you get the free one? The free coffee? Get, yeah. No, you, uh, you get free coffee? Well, uh, on a certain status,
0: you're supposed to get free uh, snacks and K? stuff like that at like 7-Eleven. Oh, I think. okay.
1: So I haven't gone to a 7-Eleven, yeah. but um, Circle K, you go in there and there's this, It's it's a self-checkout basically, but it looks like... I, I don't know how else to describe it. It looks almost like a giant microscope, wow. <laughs> it, uh, you, know, it's, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, but you put your item underneath it and I don't know if this, the camera above it scans the barcode or wow. senses the weight or, the, or whatever platform you're putting on senses the weight maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But it's different from the self-checkout at yeah. Walmart where there's a scanner and you scan something and yeah. it beeps. You this get- one, you just put it on this table it's and it, and it just knows the price. Do you get the... Uh- the common 20% off at the Circle K? <laughs> that one you can't because <laughs> the, the, the attendant or the, the, the court just watching it. is just in there watching. Yeah. So, well, it's like they're not really doing anything except for watching you. There was
0: another article. Uh, it happened to be with Walmart. But they've co- finally caught on that so many people are stealing. Mm. And so, now they have a, a very new security system that you're not only recording, but it, it plays back and everything. Mm. You know, So, they're, they're catching more and more people who are stealing no. at Walmart. So, anyway. Just, just for all our well, listeners who. Well, like I think 20%. eventually, I think they, they they know what's going. Yeah, on. I think
1: I think they it's about would, time, right? I think they knew before. They're like, well, we can't do anything about it until we update our, our technology. technology, right? And it's there so, now. I mean, I think they made m- enough money to be like, you know what, just just do it, yeah. and we're we're making so much money, it really doesn't matter sure. about the loss. But you know, we'll catch up eventually. Yeah. But let's implement it. And then just catch up with it. The article said in
0: 2022 they lost 1.6 billion dollars from theft, <laughs> yeah, well, and uh, from both employee it. and customers. Yeah, I bet. But you know, they only profited instead of 400 billion, they only profited 399. 300, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that, that's why the, the most people don't give a fuck. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. But and it's, neither uh, do they. Neither does Walmart. Right. What right. I'm saying, yeah.
0: But just like in San Francisco, so there's another. There's a, a gas station and slash convenience store hired armed guards now in the front because they're tired of these these homeless people going in and just stealing, mm. you know? And so they finally, this particular owner put a stop to it. He's like, screw it. it it's easier and better to have security like that. So he put two guys with AK 47s <laughs> or whatever. And yeah, now he, you know, he eliminated the, the theft. No one goes to his <laughs> store, you know, <laughs> no, no one at all. <laughs> <laughs> no one period. <laughs> all right. They're a little scared. But I mean, if you were a, uh, an owner of a business in these areas where the homeless just or gang members, they just come in and take whatever they want yeah. and leave. I mean, yeah. when you do the same,
1: Right. Wow. I mean, it's either that or not have a business. Exactly. It's you either, might as well close up. Yeah. It's either pay for the guards or not have a business and not make any money at all. Right. At least this way, maybe you're making some money. I mean, some of it's already going to the guards. Right. But, but I think like, it would
0: be much better to have security, even for your people. Right. Because wouldn't right. you think you, it would be a liability if someone comes in and then stabs your, your cashier because they're crazy anyway? No, you I mean. No. And then the cashier goes, well, they know this is what's going on, and they provide no security. You
1: right. know, So, I think it's good. Have you seen that one where it's, I believe it's an older guy, like old, old guy, that a guy came in, and tried to rob the place, but the old guy came out with a gun. Who's the, also the attendant hmm. and shot back. I didn't see that one. <laughs> and, and, and then of course you see him running away. But yeah, you know, that's, that's cool. Yeah.
0: I saw one recently: an old man delivering a pizza, oh, and a yes. gang member steals his I pizza. Saw that one, yeah, that's like yeah, unbelievable, right? I mean, uh, and what do you do in that case? The guy's going to get arrested for stealing a pizza, let's say. But well, at you least they can... make him out of who he was right. on the camera, but. Right. But this is
1: what the world's come to. They're stealing pizzas now. I'm sure they stole pizzas before. It's just now the well, world has more cameras, cameras right, in but, the front door.
0: But if you can't deliver a pizza that that's safe, I mean,
1: I don't know. I mean, you Uber, I Uber. Are you ever worried about getting carjacked? Like uh, someone's just going to ste- steal your car? Well, not really. I mean, I, I, it crosses my mind. But for the most part, it's someone's app that is accountable. That's. It's. Mm-hmm. I think it's more accountable when someone requests you as an app. And if someone carjacks you. Then that person from that app, I, I believe there's going to be a trail. You know what I mean?
0: I guess I think differently because I think you can be, let's say at the airport, just okay. be waiting there. Okay. Someone pulls up and you just kind of, you know, it's an, uh, a ride rideshare person and you just wave to them. Oh yeah. And I called. No, but and, I, I always say their name. I, I always say their name, and I then, say their name. I say their name. But then they just nod. Oh yeah, that's me. And then I let them in, and then where? Oh yeah, where are we go? You know, mm-hmm. like I'll just agree, and then they could just carjack you, I or shoot you or rob you. And I mean, I'm not really worried. I, I don't do nights. I do days, and yeah. I'm not really that worried, I guess. But there have been one or two times where I'm like, I think I'm gonna get killed here because mm-hmm. like two guys were in. They didn't speak English. Uh, they were kind of like Arabs or something, and they were fighting. <laughs> but they were fighting at each other. They might have just been talking passionately. It Sounded yeah. like they were fighting to me. Okay, and then I thought they were like fighting about let's rob them, let's not. And then they were like <laughs> that's just the way my mind was thinking. Like one of them was like saying let's not. It's yeah. daylight. I don't know what the hell they were talking about, but I mean, it just made me feel very uncomfortable because on the app, you're supposed to go to the destination and they kept telling me to go to a different destination. So right away, I'm like, you know, I got to take you where I'm taking you, but they didn't understand what I'm saying and I'm just like, where do you want to go? And I just wanted them out of my vehicle and luckily I got them to where they were going. Everything was cool. They tipped me cash and I was happy, but I was also like, that was one of the first times ever. Where I felt really uncomfortable because yeah. there were two of them, and you're driving; they're both in the my back seat. I don't know what they're talking about. And it just sounded aggressive, but yet they were probably fine it was just my, the way my mind was thinking yeah it was like rush hour traffic so i'm in traffic and so I, I think that's the only thing it kept me feeling uh it's daylight what are the chances you know what i mean though yeah, yeah. but i didn't really like the miscommunication because i picked them up at the airport and then they, they didn't want to go where the app said and then i didn't feel comfortable right there because i just want to go where the app says sure. like you said there's a trail of right you know no nah, i got to take you there you know change the address but they yeah. didn't understand what i even said and it was that miscommunication <laughs> completely yeah. you know yeah. i didn't like it yeah. but but you know we got through well it.
1: that's what so there, there has been on Lyft anyway. So there's Uber and Lyft, right? So on Lyft, it'll say, "Would you ever drive for this per, uh, drive for this person again?" I'm, I don't remember if it says that on Uber. I've never seen that. Okay, so on Lyft, it says, "Would you drive for this person again?" And I, I've always said yes to everyone except for one person, and that oh. person, like you said wanted me to go to a different address, but then just kept insisting I go to a different place. And I kept telling him, like, like you said, I kept telling him, could you change it on the app? Could you just, right. could you just do me a favor and change it on the app? Cause it keeps barking at my ear saying, you need to turn right. Exactly. You need to turn right. But I'm not going that way. So. It, you know if you could just do me a favor and do that and he and, and then you know he was black and he was like well if i was black you wouldn't be doing this would you and and suddenly he started turning it around in, into a race thing yeah, and i'm like I hate that. all right you know what i'm just gonna do whatever this guy says and then just to be done with uh, it just to be done with it on the last part would huh. i ever drive, drive for this person again and i said no did he give you five stars <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't, even, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even care. No, like, I
0: know. I know. I, I, and I also had one customer who wouldn't get out because he he started talking about politics during the ride, mm. and he went off about everything. And yeah. then when we got to the destination, he wouldn't get out. He just wanted to keep talking. Yeah. And I finally was like, "Hey, this is a great conversation. I love hearing it." <laughs> but I got a call. I got to go, man. And, and I got him out finally. Yeah. But he was just he wouldn't get out. Yeah. He just wanted to keep talking. And it's like Jesus Christ. A bunch of mental cases out there, you know.
1: There's this other one where this kid he he messaged me through the app saying the business I'm trying to get to it's a, it's a smoke shop. The smoke shop I'm trying to get to closes at nine, and I need I really need to get there. Would you like would you please? Say, I, I will I will tip you great. And huh. so anyway, yeah, right. Stupid me. I speed over there and I get there as fast as I can, and I get him to the smoke shop enough time to get in there and do whatever he needs. And of course he doesn't tip me. Yeah. And so and then that's another one I, I put that I would never drive for them again.
0: Yeah. That's definitely a lift because yeah. I've never seen that on the,
1: uh, but it's great Uber because then they never pair you up with that person. Even if they, Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I,
0: I figured it was yeah. alerting other, uh, lift drivers. Uh, I'm like sure it this does person's, too. Uh, yeah. you know, whatever
1: they're rating it it as, as a customer. It could you know be, I mean? but I think I'm pretty sure on Lyft it, it won't pair you up with that same person again.
0: Yeah. I was a little frustrated to be honest with Uber and I wanted to get it corrected believe it or not. I mean, the things that piss us off when we're older. It, it said that I rejected a ride and I did not. And it, oh. it, it messed up my, my, I have a 94%. <laughs> you messed the, up your stats. It messed up my stats and I never rejected one. Okay. And it pissed me off. And, and I don't, that's it. Did There's you dispute you it? Do.
1: I don't know. There's nowhere on the app where I uh, can dispute it. I'm sure on the help part, you can dispute yeah. it. but I, I was oh, so mad for and it. I
0: stopped doing it. I said, <laughs> fuck this, I'm not Ubering anymore. And I, I hardly did well, since.
1: You showed them. I did. <laughs>
0: no, but I was, I was really annoyed by that because I I don't know. I I never rejected anything. And hmm. sometimes when you're en route to to one, you might get like a, a beep or something. And in one time only, it was one of those where I was matching the closest driver or who the suitable driver or yeah. whatever. And I didn't get selected when I was trying to. It went with to another driver and that mm-hmm. was it. And then I got penalized mm-hmm. for like rejecting it or something. That's the only thing I could think of. But I was a little annoyed by that because I, I had a perfect score <laughs> all across the board there, you know. Anyway, yeah, well. it's just the things that annoy us. I, I don't mind accountability, but when it's not your fault, right. that's what bothers me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, it's like, absolutely. It's different if you the, fuck up. Uh, the
1: whole reason I got the camera, I got yes. the uh, the dash cam, which is smart, is because one guy accused me of driving drunk. There you go. Which is and was he completely drunk? crazy. Well, he didn't even show up. Oh my God. I guarantee you, he complained because he didn't want to get charged. Yes. So, what happened is, I and I don't remember if I've said this before, but what happened was I got there and I hit arrive, but the guy never showed up and then it reached the time limit where the passenger is supposed to show up and it even says on the app, you are eligible for cancellation. Right. And so, I I messaged them and then nothing. And then I called them through the app and nothing. And that's when I canceled. Sure. And I believe I ended the night with that. And then once I got home, my account was suspended. That's crazy. And it it had to have been that. And then there's a message that said, your account has been suspended. We are doing an investigation regarding, uh, I want to say drunk driving. I want to say, yeah, a customer has accused you of uh, intoxication. And so, I'm like, if it was the last customer, they didn't even show up. So and, for they, one, and they have the info in the app. They know you're sitting there. Well, they know Hopefully. I'm sitting there. Plus, they saw that I've messaged them and that I've called them and then they messaged me back. All right. And so, so, were you cleared? I, I, was, I was cleared in, within 24 hours. I was before finished. that, weren't you pissed? I was, absolutely. <laughs> but then <laughs> that's when I was like, I'm getting a dash cam. And that way, I can just say, look, I've got a dash cam. No one showed up. And plus, I wasn't dri- driving drunk. Right.
0: Yeah. You can clearly see my beer was in the, in the passenger seat. <laughs> you
1: can clearly see I already finished my beer before I got in. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> it's clearly obvious. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it sucks, you know. So, that's that's another thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, people... Can say or do anything they want to screw people over, right just because they
1: don't want to be inconvenienced or be charged. Yeah, so because it charges them somebody, it charges the customer. If they, if you cancel after the time limits up, it charges the customer. (laughs) I guarantee you, it charges the customer.
0: There was one where I got to the destination and it was canceled by the rider, and Mm -hmm. I
1: didn't get anything. I think they have a, a certain amount of time. I think so, yeah. because I got over there in about two minutes. Oh, well, then,
0: yeah. It was, like, really close, yeah. but I got there, yeah. and then it was canceled for sure. I got there. I was for a little sure. annoyed by that.
1: Yeah, I mean. you
0: know, it's a little, they should give you a, throw you a bone,
1: you know? <laughs> well, for two minutes worth of your shit.
0: But still, they should throw you a bone. You know, Uber should give you a buck or two for the gas. Just something.
1: <laughs> it's not even, for two minutes, it's, it had to be like, it was 10 cents worth of gas. No,
0: but they should, just out of the courtesy, you accepted it. It's not your fault. I mean, I, I don't know. To yeah, this I day, so. I think they're a little cheap well, lifts even cheaper. You said, right? Like, Lyfts, they pay yeah, you.
1: Lyft's like, so the average of a short, a very short trip, I believe, they pay you like two dollars and fifty-five cents. Very I, cheap. Yeah, very cheap. And I think Uber is like three eighty-nine. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost four bucks for Uber, and it's like. And to me, the $3.55,
0: sometimes they've been, uh, you know, you're stuck in traffic to get to them and then they go somewhere else. Like I had one that was basically 410 and they had to stop. Yeah. There was a stop at like a convenience store and then I had to bring them back. So for 410, it's a round trip and I'm waiting for them in the convenience store and they didn't even tip. Yeah. So I'm like, I thought that was bullshit. (laughs)
1: Like I have a lot where not, well, I guess not a lot, but I have, I do have three or four every month that asks hey can we stop at a gas station or can we stop at a Burger King or a Whataburger I'm really hungry and of course I say yes because it's just the potential of getting tipped or whatever yeah. But
0: they always offer to buy something I'm sure they do like, they
1: do they're like hey do you want anything and I'm like no I'm good I, yeah I yeah what do. I want is a tip you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean I'm not here me, for food you I'm give wanna. me a number 10 and, and two fries and a couple <laughs> drinks it's like <laughs> it's like a whole meal for today and tomorrow
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly that'd be you funny if it's your turn if <laughs> it's your turn to order and you just keep <laughs> yeah. going it's like Thirty dollars. It's yeah. like, well, sir, you're right. It's four bucks, so I'm gonna get mine. But it's it's bullshit. But you know, late at night, I'm sure there's a long wait. You know, sometimes, right? A long. What do you mean, long wait in the drive-in
1: or the drive-through? Oh, um, ten, fifteen minutes. He, I ha- I haven't really actually most yeah. most of the time it's uh, stop at a gas station. No, yeah. it's very rare that we have to go through a drive-through. That's yeah.
0: good. Uh, I think I took one person to a drive-through, and I don't recall them tipping. So. Well, there was
1: there was one person. Out of my whole driving career, where we did get right to the speaker, and he's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he took, he's like, I don't know what I want. And I'm like, Are you fucking serious? In it's my head. It's, in my uh, head, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking serious? And then there's this big long line behind us. And yeah, you're embarrassed. And, and this guy's like, Oh man, I don't, I just don't know what I want. Yeah, taters. And I almost I almost <laughs> felt like he was doing it on purpose. <laughs> but I really think he just was just an idiot. And it was like, I've, uh, I have I usually don't come here and I don't know what I want. What's and your- it's so, it was so that's long okay. that it was, it was to the point where it was awkward. And I don't normally get uncomfortable because it's not me, you know, yeah, it's not, right. I'm not the one that's, you know, indecisive, yeah. but it, it was actually to the point where, the you know how the cars in front of you are still in front of you because someone's still ordering. Yeah, The cars in front of us have cleared. Yeah. Like the all, windows are yeah, open. The windows are all open. <laughs> you're you're all traffic is gone <laughs> except for this guy. He's still ordering. And now everyone's looking at me like,
0: like hurry, hurry fuck the fuck up. up. Yeah. yeah. What, what was your biggest cash tip so far? Cash tip was probably 20 bucks. Mine's 40. Only one time. 40. Oh, yeah. from
1: the like the disabled guy? Drunk, yeah. yeah. I
0: had some drunk at 7 a.m. Let me take him to a convenience store to help him load beer. Mm. And then when I got to back to the, his hotel, help him unload it. And I carried it, you know, to his uh, hotel room. Mm. And he gave me 40 bucks cash. I All was right, like, yeah. That's
1: great. Well, there but, you go. And then,
0: and then I ended it by, hey, let me know if you need help tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure you were. What right. if he called you? I would have for 40 bucks plus my my fee for, well, the, what if, for the trip. Oh, I was going to say, what if he just ran? He didn't have any more money oh well i mean i'm working <laughs> well i mean just a normal normal thing yes i guess
0: i probably would have helped anyway but it would have been a fair <laughs> but but i mean i'm just saying for 40 dollars cash tip to, to yeah. it wasn't that I difficult so. that was my best and then i had a little old lady give me 20 hmm. and i thought that was pretty good and i mean when you when you're thinking about you know uber tips yeah, yeah. you know well, people listening who are in the restaurant or bar business they're like that's nothing and i get i get i get your, you know
1: I'll, i understand. yeah sometimes i'll get a dollar which yeah. is kind of cool. It's better than nothing. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's from these uh, fast food workers, you know, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's great. I mean, yeah. Sometimes I feel bad even. It's like, there's, it's a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and they're working probably for $10 an hour and then their Uber costs them twice as much more than what right. we get paid because we get paid, I think half of what they get, what they get charged. Yeah. So, there's this tip. kid that's going home that costs them 10 bucks. So, basically, his last hour from his work, basically, he worked for free. Right. And then right. He right. his the still first t- hour worked yeah. for free. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, there. then he tips me a dollar still. Yeah. That's oh, just That's cool.
0: Yeah, my uh, my I tell you my tip jar from the uh, my side gig I work at a hotel. Can I tell you how much? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, wow. just
0: under $1,000 a year. Yeah, that's and great. And yet I started thinking, you know, like if there's a stripper listening, she's probably like, I get that in a night. <laughs> right. It took me a year to get $1,000 right. tips at my job. <laughs> right. You know, it takes her I bet a night, if not two nights. Well, I
1: mean, she is Oh, yeah. stripping <laughs> in your driving <laughs> a van. What, what
0: I'm just saying though, a year. Yeah, and yet, I, I a guy it. like me would give her like that whole night's, nice, yeah. my year's worth of tips in a night no, kind just, of attitude. Yeah, no, but I, it's a, it's amazing how, you know, when they start talking about the inequality of wages between men and women, yeah, there's a huge inequality uh, just like in this case, you know, women who get tipped <laughs> against men who get tipped. Yeah. No. So across that, the board, so women one, have to get higher right, tips. So that one, I do agree. Any tip job, I do agree. I think a, a young attractive woman right. is going to get 100% better tips than in, in, in a middle-aged man. Right. Doing the same exact job. Doing the exact same job yeah. or any job regarding tips. Right, right. You know, so oh. I, I can't imagine any man making better tips than an attractive woman or even an ugly woman. Right. I just think women in general. So how do they justify that? The inequality of that. And then they're going to say, yeah, but that has nothing to do with the industry. I mean, that's about people tipping others, but still. But, yeah. You know,
1: we're, no, we're yeah. the feminists uh, there. I, Where are they coming out? <laughs> you know, <laughs> there was one time I was dealing poker at this poker room I used to work at. I was dealing at one table and there was a female dealer in the table in front of me. So this, it's like a, a 15 table room. So this person won a huge pot. And, and I could tell because as, as you're dealing, you're kind of, you're still kind of looking around, you're kind of noticing huh. stuff going around. Anyway, there was a guy that got up from the table in front of me, walked up went over to the other table where the pretty dealer was you yeah. know, and tipped her. She wasn't even on his table. There like he tipped that female dealer who didn't even deal, for who him. didn't even deal for him. He tipped her like 25 bucks huh. and it's like, just because just she's be- pretty. Yeah. Just because she was pretty. And it was, I, and from then on I was like, that's amazing that is completely amazing to me and Uh, ever since then i I was never really surprised anymore that um female dealers got tipping. that's just i think females in general i mean how many times you've been to a
0: strip club man i don't know maybe you know well i we all have you you see a beautiful woman on a a pole she's not dancing for you she's on the other side of the club but you want to get a better look maybe sure sure. but you go and tip her a few bucks for no reason really whatsoever (laughs) you know but everyone does that and she makes tons of money don't yeah. you think though so? yeah, I, I mean so. she's not giving you any service right right she's eye candy from a distance but i mean so was the the monitor you know what i'm trying to say it's like it's the same kind of
1: concept what do you mean monitor
0: well like with ones uh, clubs that have tv screens and it's like you have hot chicks dancing or porn or whatever's going on yeah, it, it's like the same concept it's just a visual something but yet we feel the need to go tip somebody because they're they're in person mm-hmm. but like you know 100 yards away it's like a football field away but yeah we'll go out of our way to give them money for sure. no real reason. Right, right. You're not going to like talk to them and they don't really get their name. There's no real quality time, but we feel the need to, well, we just want to see up close, I guess. I guess that's what you're paying for, right? But but it's just amazing. There, there's a huge gap in, in the inequality of, of, of tipping when it comes to men and women. For sure. Do, do women even tip guys? All right. Well, of course.
1: All right. I never got any stats on how, how much more or less women tip. Do you believe a female tips just as
0: generous to a man or a woman? So I think just off the top of my head, I would say no,
1: generally they don't, but specific ones do like people in the service industry. So then they understand, they they understand. So they'll tip more like the dealer. In fact, the exact same female dealer that I'm talking about actually tips very generous. So, you know, she's, she's a great person to begin with. Okay. So, you know, I was happy for her that she gets tipped, but when she used to play, she tipped very generous to the other poker dealers as well. Okay, so I mean, there's there's people like that. Yeah, I don't think I don't that's think it's the norm. I, no, it's not the. It's definitely not the norm
0: because I I just feel like the man's usually paying for most, and then they tip, and then right. I think men I think, will tip other men, but they're gonna tip bigger to women. But I think women just are naturally smaller tippers. I mean, I yeah. just don't think they tip like men do, and I don't know why that is. Just, I just well, I, well, I think maybe they're smarter with their money.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> men throw could, their money away. Well, it could be because men make more money so i think the men because the men get paid more they're just by default they're just tipping more so it's it's not like it's because they're more generous maybe Uh, it's just because they're getting paid more
0: i think men are just more generous than women when it comes to finances but i you know it's, it's funny you see in life and maybe from other podcasts or whatever but it's like if a woman is rich Suddenly their attitude is I don't need a man. I'm an independent right. strong woman. Right, right. And when a man's rich, we think differently. We want a model. Right, if right. you're a millionaire, right. you're not dating a fat <laughs> ugly chick, right? You're dating a young, beautiful, attractive like model and you don't care about spending money on her. But I don't I don't think there I think there's a very small percentage of millionaire women. Who are, who are finding that you know hunk guy and then paying for everything for them? I don't know if it it exists as much. No, as they, we would think.
1: I, I think generally they want someone as equal, equal equally as status, rich, yeah, equally either as equally as rich as they are or richer. Yes, That can bring value to their life
0: exactly because
1: they don't need some broke ass. <laughs> <Right, right. laughs> but,
0: but see the differences. Like yeah, again, yeah. it comes down to men want uh, an attractive. Uh, it's looks and women want status. It's always mm-hmm. going to be the case, and it, it is true. And I I think it was uh, one of the comedians, and he, and it was just absolutely perfect. That if a man's dating a a a chick, your friends are going to say, "What does she look like?" Right, right. Because that's all we care about: it looks. Right. And then if a woman's dating a man, what What do they they say? What What does does he do? do? (laughs) What does he do? How's he going to provide? What's he going to give you? What kind of car does he drive? That's it. That's exactly. (laughs) And uh, I I totally I get that. And once you understand that, right there in a nutshell, and I think everyone agrees, that's very accurate. You know, women don't care what the other like their friends, what they're dating, what they look like. It's what do they do? (laughs) How are they going to provide for you? What are they going to, you know, what kind of security do you have? Does he have a future? Kind of attitude right. well i mean i don't and, and, and men have never said that because me and you on this podcast have even said george would you date a homeless chick right right, right. well how good looking right, is she? right because right. you know what no, you absolutely. can clean up a dirty one right, right? you a yeah, yeah, makeover, yeah. and suddenly she's a 10 right
1: You're well, like we would there's not a man that wouldn't it's funny one time <laughs> i i was dating this girl and she called me we were, we were on the phone and she had her phone on speakerphone and i was still on the phone and i'm like oh I'm, i just pulled in where are you at And then I'm I'm right here on the other on this side of the parking lot, and her friend was with her, and I was kind of on the other side. I'm still pulling up, and they could see me, and. I could hear her friend going, "Oh, he drives a Mustang." All right, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's all I care. Yeah, that's, that's what they so care funny. about." Funny, like nothing else came to her mind other than, "Oh, he drives a Mustang." Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. But I thought that was pretty funny.
0: I kind of felt a little, a uh, little bit of pressure in my current relationship because I used to drive an old, beat up kind of truck, <laughs> right. and I, I just felt like, you know what, I think I need to upgrade, <laughs> and so I bought a brand new truck. And then all I ever hear now is positive. I love your truck. I love this. Right, right. It's like now she's, she'll always say she'll never admit it but I know it. That's the way women feel. Yeah. You know, because their friends are what does he drive? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's oh yeah, it's twenty two years old with four hundred thousand miles with no air conditioning <laughs> as opposed to oh a brand new V you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's just it's a status thing. Yeah. And I I, I believe it because even when I was dating Everyone would comment like on the truck and I'm like, yeah, I don't need it. If I could get any truck I want, this yeah. is what I like. But you can feel the sense of you're a bum. Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt oh, with, sure, with sure. certain women. Right, And it's like, I don't care how they felt. I mean, I'm only there for a good time, not a long yeah. time, kind of attitude, <laughs> but you know what I mean though. Yeah, and, yeah. and yet it's like anybody could have anything if you're willing to make a huge payment. Right. But yet I'm not saying I wasn't due for a new vehicle, but I can sense the difference in the yeah. feeling right, of, right. of now she's like more proud of. Oh, you can drive anytime as opposed to right. I'll drive you know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. drive my car. Anyway. That's I just feel it. And it's 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 definitely a, a very truthful statement. I've been seeing more and more uh uh things on social media as well about women who get a load of this. They're more likely to date a man who will give them everything they want and they'll accept him cheating on them. Mm. Because they're getting everything they want. Right, and they right. just, and then they assume, well, you know, what? every guy's going to cheat. I might as well get everything I want. Yeah. As opposed to a guy that can't give them nearly what they want, but will be faithful. Right. See, women don't <laughs> give a fuck about being, uh, they, they want that well, status. They, sure. And as long as you're not humiliating them, they don't like that. Yeah, you know well, that you can cheat on me. anyone. Likes that. Well, I agree, but if I was dating Pamela Anderson and, and, and she was cheating on me, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> right? I'm like, because I get my turn. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. but again, a lot of it had to do with as long as the world didn't know. You know, that was really important in in a lot of the 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 ones I was listening to because you know it's, they don't want to feel so disrespected in public. Yeah. But in private, sure. they can know their man's cheating on them, but they're getting everything they want. I found that to be fascinating yeah. because
1: I think a lot of women do turn their heads. What do you think? Yeah, I mean I I I wanna say it's kind of always been like that. I think so too. I mean it's always been like that. And and I don't I don't blame them. We do the same thing, like you said, you know, yeah. you're dating Pam Anderson. But men, men think differently
0: though. We think with our penises, not with our with our you know Oh, the,
1: so they're they're thinking with their wallets is what I you're think saying. so. And okay.
0: that's I to this day, I think it's just more uh because there's so many people posting stuff that you see more of that opinion that hey, he treats me good, he he is respectful to me, he gives me the world. I know he's cheating here and there, but it's acceptable because everything's good. No. As opposed to, I'm paying for all this guy's shit. Uh, he's giving me really nothing, but he's faithful. But you know what? I don't, I, I need something more in life. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And that's how women think. Yeah. But if you were dating your bombshell of a woman, could you accept her cheating on you, even though you're providing for her on every level? Most men can't. Like do that. I'm providing for. Her? Yeah. See, I probably wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Most yeah. men won't do that right. because it's like, I'm giving you everything and you can't even say faithful. Right, right, right. right. I think I'm a little unique to a point because I, I, I might be able to turn ahead, but I know I wouldn't be faithful. But here's the thing. That's is, the
1: difference. Let's say I wouldn't be faithful to someone like that. But let, let's turn it around. Mega rich. She, well, she's a bombshell and she's paying for everything. She could do anything she wants. Oh, well, yeah. There yeah. you go. There's well, a, that, but that's the same mentality. Well, if she's paying for everything. That's different. That's a yeah, woman's mentality. Yeah.
0: No, I, I'm in totally in agreement. There's a new comedy on Netflix, Ollie uh, Wong. I think her name is Holly mm-hmm. Wong. Okay. Fantastic. Very good uh, episode. Very much the female perspective of, right. of relationships and stuff. It's very funny. Check it out. So, that's a shout out. She, she, that's her third Netflix. The other two were pretty good. The first one was better than the second, I think, but the third one's pretty good. Mm. So it just came out. I watched it uh, last night. Very funny. I think a lot of women uh, cheat on their men who are overseas or in the service. It's unfortunate. That's all I met my ex. Yeah. Well, you, they have needs. They do. They do have mm. needs, but it just tells you, I wonder, well, as a man, I'm, I'm assuming, as another, well, they probably know, to another too. I was going to say, yeah. if they're overseas for three Especially years, if they're like in Korea thai- or, yeah. Yeah, or Thailand <laughs> or uh, Japan or any of those, right, right. but how, how are they, you know what I'm saying? See, this is what's funny where women will say, my man would never do that. And I'm like, really? yeah, he would. <laughs> He, he's, he, first of all, generally they're young, yeah, right? Yeah. Let's say 18 right. to 25. Right. And like what man at that age is going to go three that's years self-control, yeah. for three years right. or, or longer even. And it's like, oh my God, they come back and then they're, they're home for nine months and they, they're so quick to want to go out again for three years. <laughs> Why
1: do you think that is? I had a blast. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a tough life. Being well, a,
0: as a dependent, but you're home raising the kid while he's out, you know, being a hero. But yeah. I mean, you know that. But, I mean, life, they're
1: getting, they're paying for it. They're paying for it. So it's like it's we're going, it's going back to that where well he's he's probably cheating on me, but he's paying for everything. So. Yes,
0: and I agree, and like, they they have to know that as well. Yeah. You would think, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I have a lot of women that uh, that work for me, and their their uh, spouses are deployed. Yeah, and I just shake my head because they they think they're like so madly in love, and I'm mm-hmm. like. I know what your husband's doing and you, (laughs) not, not all. I mean, I'm sure there are some that are very faithful, but generally speaking, I think you got to get older to, to really appreciate your relationships.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Wouldn't you say? I think so.
0: I mean, it comes with wisdom. It comes with, uh, just, I don't know. There's something about living life and then understanding it. You appreciate people later in life more. So
1: it's just like anything, if you're a brand new, car owner, even, you know, high school kids, when they own a car, they, they don't, they don't respect it until they get in a car crash. Or, like or
0: careers, 80. jobs, think about how many jobs that you wish you could have had again. So
1: anything, right, exactly. Yeah. So if, if you just got a brand new job, it's your first job, you've never gotten fired, you've never yeah. needed to have a job. You know, most likely you're going to treat that job as if you can just get another job right. until I mean, you get fired and then you can't, find you, and you can't find shit and then the next job you get then you respect that job because you have experienced right. not being able to get that job right away.
0: Or you, yeah, you just appreciate the job you had. That right. It was easy. People liked you. You like everybody and then suddenly now you're working and it's a different job yeah. and they're harder on you and you don't, you know.
1: And, and same, with the, yeah, same yeah. with the car. Yeah, same with the car. Because you crashed your car and now your parents don't have any money oh. to buy another one. So now you don't have a car until you can afford oh. one yourself.
0: But it comes back back to everything like uh we appreciate you you need to have the storm so you appreciate the sun you wouldn't know
1: what the good was if you experienced bad before yeah Yeah. so it comes to everything that's why being happy all the time isn't possible if if we as a species were happy all the time happy wouldn't be a thing because it's just there's nothing in comparison yeah we're just there
0: we're just that's why there's death
1: appreciate experience death right so we appreciate life sure that's why i think we get sick I think to we get to appreciate your good health and like every once in a while, I'll just forget that I feel great. Like I'll just be walking around driving around or just being, yeah. you know, watching TV, but every once in a while I'll, I'll, for some reason I'll just think about it and I'll just be like to myself, man, I I'm feeling really good and I'm, I am appreciating like nothing hurts. Like today is a good like, day like right now. Like nothing right. hurts. I'm not sick. Nothing hurts. I don't have my gout. I'm not sniffling. I don't have a cough. Uh My back is great. And, You know, until this moment right here, I I didn't think anything of it. There you go. Now you appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's good.
0: I haven't coughed once tonight. There you go. Just now that I said it, watch. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: coming. Right, right. No, but it's you're right. You have to appreciate the good and the bad. You have to recognize the bad, the bad to appreciate the good, to know that when the good comes, that you appreciate it when when that happens. You appreciate it more. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: You know what? I appreciate a lot of uh, just silence these days. And, uh, (laughs) you know, like uh, before you came over, I was just sitting in my garage. I was there maybe only five minutes of downtime, peacefulness. It was cold and quiet and just. And even though I brought my cell phone out there with me, which I shouldn't have, there are times I just want to sit in silence Mm -hmm. with a drink and just breathe and and, and think – relax so i'm starting to believe in that meditation or just 15 minutes of silence oh for sure yeah like away from everything so i've been doing that for maybe a year but not as much as i should like meaning i I usually have my phone with me because that's my time to get caught up on emails or things but i want to like leave the phone away you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying Yeah, yeah yeah even in the morning i went back to watching the news with my coffee and for about six months, I didn't watch the news. Mm. and but I didn't feel comfortable because I didn't know what was going on. Well, and so I'm mean, back to watching the news, but now I'm angry when I wake up. <laughs> like there's always something. Hmm. for instance, today the the Ukraine president visited us. Sure, okay. we got we, we sent them five billion dollars, right? And this is what it's like <laughs> a one point seven trillion or whatever. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But we're funding a war, right? So, again, I don't understand this. Like, is this just politicians knew you would, siphoning the money? I knew if heard that, you heard that. It's frustrating. Every time uh, uh, somebody goes to war, we have to now fund them. I mean, we're going to go not only broke, but it can't be good for our country at all. I mean, on any level. I mean, we just keep printing money and it, it's... I don't know. I mean, don't you think sometimes like we got to fix us first? Now I've heard all the debate. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to support Ukraine. So, so if they stop Russia, but if, if Russia takes over Ukraine and then suddenly they're going to advance and then NATO is going to get involved and we're part of NATO and then bam, 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 bam. And then it's World War three. Uh, but don't you feel like if we're supporting Ukraine, we're basically entering the war? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're funding it. We're giving them weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't we just one step away from entering? We're giving them the Patriot missile. We're doing everything. Yeah. Money, weapons, training. So, we're entering the war without saying we're entering the war. Yeah, basically. And, you know, that's going to be bad. So, it's going to escalate because, but why? Like, I don't understand really what we get from Ukraine.
1: No, I don't either. I don't
0: know. I mean, our position, uh, like a little safety zone over there, for what? I've never heard of us getting anything from Ukraine before this. And again, it's just a matter of time. And if you hear everyone's like wow russia's just not you know they're they're waiting them out they're hitting their power grid they they're, they're going to freeze ukraine's going to freeze they're going to have to give up i'm telling you
1: <laughs> you know we've we've, been, we've talked about it <laughs> we've been talking about it for a while now i'm <laughs> still in, in the, no
0: no no the only thing that's changed is the world is supporting ukraine so I know. but but russia can everyone the numbers are there they can they can once they decide to seriously
1: attack <laughs> but they're not why why aren't they seriously attacking well us?
0: i i think again i think in my opinion if they destroy the country aren't w- they
1: destroying it now
0: slowly slowly yeah. but i mean they're doing they're they're strategically hitting power grids and all this and and yeah. you know yes yeah. so, ukraine's in the dark ages oh, i mean they, and they're then, cooking over fire you know like uh <laughs> literally wood and okay there's no electricity they're gonna all, they're all gonna uh so it should, freeze be, it should to death.
1: have been ended by now
0: I do, well, I, I do think at some point it's going to escalate because I don't think Putin's going to back down and say Ukraine beat us because I don't think he's going to do that. And probably it's going to escalate. Yeah, probably not. But, but the fact is, and again, let's just say, George, if, if the United States didn't keep giving to Ukraine, because this isn't the first time, mm-hmm. if, if people like us, in our countries aren't providing for Ukraine, it would have been over already because they don't have yeah, the weapons. Probably, yeah. They don't have the weapons. They don't have the technology. They don't have the the manpower. But because we keep giving and other countries keep giving, that's what it's only prolonging it. Russia's not going to stop. They're not going to say Ukraine beat us and I, we give up. It's not going to happen. It's either going to escalate or we're going to go bankrupt or we're going to enter the war and so, and, and actually send troops. That's what's going to happen. And then uh, it could go nuclear. Who knows? People are crazy. Wait until Trump gets in the office. He's (laughs) He's <laughs> friends with Putin. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to do? Hey, buddy. But think about it. Stay if Ukraine on. wasn't getting the world assistance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, then it would be over, right? Yeah, yeah, because probably. they would say, look, we, we just
1: can't. Most likely, yeah. Yeah. So
0: for whatever reason, we're, we are supporting them, along with some other countries. I mean, Biden went on record saying we're never going to not give anymore. We're going to support Ukraine until yeah. the end. So what does that mean, though? Mm-hmm. Are we sending? Once we send troops, it's World War Three? Don't you think? And then we'll win. But you know, at what cost? Can you we'll- imagine when uh, Russia starts throwing uh, missiles this
1: way? Then what? Supposedly, our defense system is so highly sophisticated. We'll that shoot down everything? That we'll shoot everything down not even going to get close. It's like a missile command? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I was pretty
0: good at that game. <laughs>
1: Me too. <yeah>. Well, all <laughs> you had to anticipate, anticipate where they were going to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, be... our,
0: that's our Star Wars defense but, missiles yeah, from we'll... Reagan, the Reagan era. <laughs> right. Well, I, I think that's great if that's true. But you know what? I don't know.
1: You remember when 9-11 hit? I mean, we didn't is, know what the hell was going here's on. Here's the thing is, one... If we're spending five billion or trillion, whatever, however exorbitant amount we're spending on helping other countries, imagine the amount we spent on protecting ourselves. Right, right. There's just, I heard it's a very small part of our defense budget that went to Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying our defense system is, I think is practically impenetrable.
0: I don't know, man. I, I don't know enough about what we have. I'd like to think. You know, we're set for a war, but... I'm comfortable th- with it. You, you feel good? Absolutely. Because we're... We're, we, uh, we're close. Basically, <laughs> to Fort Bliss, we're going to glow in the dark <laughs> gonna really easily.
1: We're going to be one of the first targets? Yeah, we're the yeah. the west side defense, in mm-hmm. a sense, of air. air even, so, even more so. So, don't you think they'd defend their, their military bases first? I would think. There you go. also get so, attacked first. So, if anything, we are well, probably
0: safer than most cities. Well, I would like to think so, but... I don't know. I just don't know where this world is going. I don't. I don't believe Russia is going to say that Ukraine defeated us. I don't see that ever happening. And I think China is going to help Russia. And suddenly it's going to be Russia and Chinese against the world.
1: And uh, it's going to. You know, we get too. We rely too so, much on China. Well, in so, the pandemic, yeah, but tell us that. But doesn't China rely on us too? I don't know. We don't, probably support all of their financial needs because we buy everything. I have bought. Is from China it is from China but
0: I don't but I don't think as a government that they care about that stuff they have to I don't know I don't know about that if they, the stuff we buy from China is junk I don't know if it's the real are we, we still them? buy it I know but I, I don't know if Russia and China teamed up and, and, and against the rest of the world like I don't know who else is in alliance with Russia and then Russia have any alliances I, I have no idea I'm by, not very good at China and North Korea yeah. I mean, they're in they're in cahoots. China and North Korea are. Yeah, that's Kim Jong Un or whatever, right? Yeah, they're because they do trade. That's mm. what that's what provides food for the North Koreans because they're starving to death because no one else does trade with North Korea. Mm. And so I don't know enough about it, yeah. but once Russia and China are in cahoots, which I bet they are, because I think
1: China hates America. I mean, I don't know we if they trade, tr- but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think yeah. they res- like respect us. I don't know if they hate us. I think they know that a big chunk of their money or resources comes yeah. from us.
0: I guess so. But I don't think like we produce anything that goes to them other than exactly. money. Exactly. But I mean, everything we get comes from China. And yeah, I think exactly. the pandemic, but I think the, yeah, but I think once they cut that off, they, they cut mean, off their money. What is money though? Like we need goods and, and services okay. in a sense. They need money for really what? I mean, if it's a dictatorship in a sense, it's like, there's no money. You people aren't getting paid. You're going to create our missiles, our bombs, our this and that. But what I'm saying is, do we send any goods? And I don't really know. I don't know. But I don't believe we send any goods to China. No, like, probably not. Like anything they can't do without. But yet everything, I feel, gets imported yeah. you know, from our our chips or, or digital chips, or yeah, yeah. like we we need to start creating stuff in America. Right, you know, yeah, even, for sure. Remember the masks and it, just yeah, yeah. everything came from China. Absolutely, and and li- literally, I feel like we buy everything from them. Remember all those ships, those container ships in the yeah. in the harbor. Everything's from China, and it's like we even. I wish we were less <laughs> dependent. That's all I'm saying, George.
1: Yeah, from what I hear, we also what we do is we fish the sea, and. Be, because it's cheaper for us to ship the fish to China and they process it and cook it and then they <laughs> ship it back to us. It's cheaper for us to do that. Makes no sense. Than to just keep cook, it it here, cook it ourselves and fry it ourselves and process it ourselves. That makes no sense. It does not, but I believe... It makes sense when they say it's cheaper to do it that way. For the labor over for there. For the labor over there, right. right. It makes sense.
0: But yeah. at the same time, wouldn't it be fresher and better and provide jobs? Well, you we would, just did You it. would think. But, but it, none of but, us Americans want to do that shit. Well,
1: one, we don't want to do it. And two, we don't want to pay for more than what we- right, can, minimum wage. Right, right.
0: Right, because the fish and and whatever those products would be, it would be so expensive right. for us and no one would buy it and we go bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, it does make sense, but I just, I don't feel no, like- but it is funny that we ship it. To China, China just to get it shipped back yeah yeah
1: yeah no, that's funny
0: that is funny and sad in the same way <laughs> anyway well I just don't uh I don't know I, I, I'm speechless that <laughs> the war is still going on but it's gonna go on forever because again it's just I, I think it's a waiting game it's a long-term game Ukrainians are passionate about their country that's great they're united apparently that's great, but it's a small
1: country compared
0: to the United States.
1: I'm wondering why they're prolonging it, though. That's that's the only I think problem they just I have. just want a
0: nice surrender, but then it's never going to happen. Uh, well, Those yeah. people are never going to surrender right. peacefully, and they're never going to be under Russian you know, uh, dictatorship. So, I mean, it's just going to either go on forever or it's going to escalate. Yeah. But I don't see Russian,
1: uh, the, the country, Maybe you guys so, beat us. Someone needs to take Putin out. I think that's the only way.
0: Well, that could happen. You know, maybe we, Putin, uh, you know, somehow retires, <laughs> dies of old age, or whatever, and yeah. or po- gets poisoned, and then the next uh, commander in chief over there says, ah, this isn't yeah, my war. It's, it's wasting our resources."
1: Right. Look, look, I mean, we want to be
0: back on the world stage right. in good, in good, uh, you know, yeah, yeah,
1: good standing. Good standing. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, and then back into the uh, the cycle of things where right. people import things from Russia or export things out of Russia, and people visit yeah. Russia, and our you know tourism's down. I would
0: love to go to Ukraine. Do Ukraine? Why? I would love to. Why? Well, not in the next five years or so.
1: Well, no, but, but why? Ukrainian women are gorgeous. Mm. I mean, and they love mm. Americans, I hear, especially uh, now since we're giving them billions of dollars. I hear uh, Czechoslovakia is uh, one of the better places. Like, you know how, how uh, everyone always jokes about, oh, if you go to Thailand, you can get a little, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but but a lot of military guys actually say, you know what? Czechoslovakia is a lot better than Thailand.
0: Or do we have a base there? Do
1: you know? I don't remember.
0: I would only feel comfortable where there's a military base. Mm-hmm. I just feel like You it's have safer. a base of Thailand?
1: Yeah. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't
0: know. And and then there was one in the Philippines, but I think that closed.
1: Yeah, that closed a long time ago. Yeah,
0: maybe. Maybe like 10 years now, probably. Well, why? I wonder why they closed. You would I, think we want to have all our like our military presence everywhere. But in Ukraine, I mean, I wonder, do we even have a consulate there?
1: I have no idea. But you would I'm, think like I'm an not, embassy, yeah, right? I'm not very politically uh, informed oh. on any...
0: I never heard anything about an embassy in Ukraine, but when that be something th- I if Russia en-
1: bombed it? I don't know where then, any embassies are, period. Yeah.
0: I, I thought there was one in like any country that we're uh, in good standing with. We have like an embassy. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. That's how yeah, I thought that, that worked. I thought that's how it works. Well, that makes sense, yeah. And
0: then when they overturn the country and then they kill <laughs> us all and, <laughs> yeah. that, and then, you know, suddenly we're at war. Right. But like in, uh, what was that, uh, Syria? Where, didn't we get kicked the fuck out of there? Is that the one where um, Clinton? Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. And that was in uh like 12 hours. You ever see that movie? 12 yeah, yeah, hours. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. Oh, okay. No, that was uh Baghdad. Was it Baghdad? I don't remember. I, I can't know. remember the city now, but yeah, we got, we got kicked out of there. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure there's an embassy. We have a an American ambassador in almost all countries that I thought were, we were in good standing. I guess that makes sense. But that's, that's U S soil, basically the embassy.
1: Hmm.
0: That's, that's what's considered U S oil in that country for our embassy. And so hmm. that's where, if you're a tourist, you got to get to the embassy. Before they kill you,
1: <laughs> diplomatic immunity.
0: <laughs> Lead the weapon too. <laughs> see how good I am. I can read. I can read that mind. But that's that's how it works. Yeah. All right. But places in the Middle East, they get bombed. Our embassies get bombed. You know. And then what I what I don't like is that they have very. I think Libya was one of them. Or they fucking blew up the embassy. Mm. Uh, let's not fact check it just yet, but <laughs> it, there are some though. That, no, they have. They've, they've, yeah, it, I'm Just sure. like in that movie, well, I'm sure. they get attacked yeah, because yeah. we. What I don't like is even in that movie, which I, I I was disgusted with the movie only for the fact is they have like six marines that are defending oh, this whole um, embassy. Yeah, yeah. That I don't understand. You know, over here at Fort Bliss, we have thousands of uh, guards, yeah. but, but, you know, on U.S. soil. Why would we not have, you know, 35, 40, 50 guys on a base or an embassy just protecting it? Better well, security.
1: I think. I, uh, and I, even rotate them out, like, you know, monthly. But didn't they explain that in the movie where they were supposed to leave, but they didn't? they were, well, supposed to they be were have, under attack. They were supposed to have gone already.
0: But under, when, so I guess when they're under attack, it's like oh. you have hundreds of these uh, insurgents coming at you. Now they're kids and people, with, you know, yeah. they're throwing rocks and other things. But if you have 100 people throwing rocks at me, I'm opening up fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't understand why they, they can't open up fire. But So uh, a friend of mine who was in the military and he once explained to me that you can only return fire from the same caliber. <laughs> of weapon that, that you're being, in a sense, getting attacked on. Okay. Did, that, I did that, not know that. Enough. Yeah. That's what, that's what he told me in war that there's a, there's a, a guideline, a standard that, you know, if they're throwing rocks at you, you can't bazooka them. <laughs> you know, you just can't do it. You, you have to, you know, throw a rock back. Basically, basically. And I, I was blown away by it. And it was called the, uh, I forgot there's like, when it comes to warfare or something and just like you can't shoot first. Mm. Americans can't shoot first. Mm. I, I found that to be absolutely fascinating, but it makes sense, right? You
1: know, sure, was, you don't want to start a war.
0: Well, but I mean, if so, if you're getting shot at with little 22s and you have, you have uh, heavy artillery, you just basically run around and you're, you're not returning
1: fire. I, I, I don't know. You never heard that before. You're in the you, you no, know. I you never, I never, I well, I didn't get that far. So,
0: but what I did like about hearing that, it's like, wh- why should we have superior firepower if we can't shoot back like that? Well, I,
1: well, maybe that's why is like because once we do get the go-ahead and to fire back, we're going to hit you with everything we got. And we annihilate. Yeah. And it's
0: over in seconds. Right. And, and that's the part, like, maybe these people wouldn't attack us if they knew we're going to return fire with superior firepower instantly. Yeah. You know, but if you're getting shot at by 22s and we have whatever our, you know, M60s or whatever, we should be able to light them up. What's I mean, a, it's
1: your life on the line. What's that one? There was a movie. They were in a valley or they were in a basin. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Basically. Flint Eastwood Sun. That's like, yeah. 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 It's like the worst- the worst position you could ever yeah, put a base downhill, in, yeah. yeah, downhill. So all these people that were trying to take you out were coming from uphill. Yeah, you can't even see them. You can't see them. You yeah, exactly. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah, and it's a true story too, right? Yeah, was so. based on. That was like story. in Iraq, right? Yeah,
0: Iraq or Afghanistan. I don't know, but it was one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was a good movie. There, man, there's so many movies like that. Black Hawk Down. That is ultimately one of the best. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's just such a great movie. But you know, what? I like the one where they go into the mountains. Uh, Lone Survivor.
1: Lone Survivor. I
0: want to Where say- Where there's four of them and they're on a mission and they get attacked. And uh, that's so, a great yeah. movie. I think I've seen it, yeah. I mean, my God, there's just so many. I can go on and on. I love the, the war movies. I got to watch Hamburger Hill again. That was one oh, of
1: them. the old movies?
0: Yeah, I just, you know, I've seen oh. Full Metal Jacket way too many times. <laughs>
1: Platoon? Platoon's great Platoon, movie. Full Metal Jacket.
0: Platoon was great. Yeah. But, uh, man, there's just so many. I mean, I liked uh, We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson. I thought it was fantastic. But that's like World um, War II.
1: What's well, your favorite uh, war movie, though, of all time? Favorite war movie? Well, it's between Platoon and Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, hey, I think like, my Maybe ultimate. Private, Saving Private. Yeah, Ryan. I was going to
0: say. It's mine, Saving Private Ryan, Full Metal Jacket, but I like Lone Survivor a lot. I really even liked, uh, the Sniper, American Sniper. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty good. But there's just so many. I mean, my God. And they're so realistic these days, you know? i got to watch know. some of the older ones, too.
1: Yeah, I guess maybe that's why, because it's Platoon and Full Metal Jacket, because they were at one the of the time. F- first war movies I ever saw, one of the better ones.
0: Yeah, you were at the right age at the right time, when they were getting realistic looking. Right, right, right. right. Because I like U-571, I like Fury yeah, with yeah, the tanks. I'll, yeah, sure. Red, subs, um, Hunt for Hunt Red,
1: the, Red October. Hunt for Red October, that was a good one. Yeah,
0: U-571, I liked even better than Hunt for Red October.
1: Yeah. McConaughey, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, that was a good movie, man. That
1: yeah, was good, for sure.
0: You know, a little probably from what I heard at the time, I remember it was very unrealistic. Like, that sub would have blown up with those charges. That were gonna, <laughs> right, they, right. they kept bouncing around. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You know, a little unrealistic. You would think it would just but, collapse. But Fury was awesome with the tanks. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was a that good was movie, man. See, there's so many. So I mean, many. Top Gun. That's a military movie. Oh, my movie God. Right? That was great. It's probably the best one. The second one's, so almost, I think,
0: better than the first one. Yeah, yeah. For I sure. Think, I think it's just so good. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the best sequel probably ever made. Because yeah. it was from the original... 36 years later to the sequel, it was just fantastic, man. And I'm not even a huge fan of Tom Cruise, but man, he does a great job in his movies.
1: I, I'm a huge fan, actually. I, I'm starting to I, I really like him just because he does a lot of his stunts and yeah. that he gets hurt and he still does them. When he doesn't have to, yeah, I kind of respect that type of, and I think he's a actor. I think he's a good it. actor. I mean, well, I know. like
0: him in the Mission Impossible ones. I love him in jo- Jack Reacher. There you go. I mean, my God, no, I, I what like else? his movie.
1: What, what movie really can you say that he sucked in?
0: Oh, I can't. I, I like him in everything. A Few Good Men. Uh, you know what I like that uh, where he flips out. What's it? Oh my God, what's that movie? Oh, wow. there's just so many. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, love yeah. that movie. Yeah, Born nice. on the Fourth of July. I mean, And I then the one with uh, Man, Rain, Man? Rain, Rain Man? Rain Man's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love all those movies, but I don't know. Maybe it's the Scientology part. Like, I'm always <laughs> well, what, thinking... What
1: difference does that make? He, it's not like he preaches no, Scientology in the movies. No, I just... I don't know. There's, I don't know. You don't, don't even know. know anything about Scientology. I know a
0: guy wrote it in, like, the 50s. <laughs> Was it Hubbard? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I yeah. just don't understand people that follow that stuff and that, that think it's right. Like, it's weird. <laughs>
1: It's, it's just, like, just like any religion.
0: But like you said, you know, it's just, it's one of those things like your God or the, the prophet has like a social security card. I mean, he's got a number. But got so, a so, I license.
1: guess my point is. Seems weird. Because it doesn't bleed over into his movies, what difference does it make? No, what no, no, no. no. I does. like his movies.
0: I like his acting. I, I'm a big fan of uh, Tom Cruise. I just, I don't love him, but I, you know, I like Tom Hardy better. Mm-hmm. He's, I think, going to be the next Bond. <laughs> I love Tom Hardy, man. I think he's, his, role, yeah.
1: his his role his his acting is better, or his his. I don't know. I think his, I think Tom Cruise has a better range than Tom Hardy. I
0: don't know, man. I think Tom Hardy is flawless in his in his characters, mm. and Tom Cruise always has that same. But he's good at what he does. I mean, I love Jack. I don't, I
1: don't think Tom Hardy could have done a few Good Men.
0: I don't know. I I, I haven't seen a movie that Tom Hardy was bad in, or, or Tom Cruise has. Has Tom Hardy been in a drama before? Well, I liked him in the Cray Brothers, the uh, where he was the the twins. The twins. Oh, it was but great, but that's not a drama, is it? Well, I think it's a drama. I mean, how it's a gangster drama. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I'd have to look <laughs> at his uh, his portfolio. He's great as Bane. <laughs> well, Bane that's, is bad. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's all. Yeah, it's all action and but in Warrior, suspense. when he was a MMA yeah, fighter, I mean, He hardly did he did he even say anything nah probably not (laughs) I never saw that show he was in Taboo it was called Taboo I never saw uh, it but I
0: generally like everything he's in he was in uh, Peaky Blinders I like him I like
1: him but I I don't think I don't think he's as good as an actor as Tom Cruise Cruise. maybe because he just hasn't been around as he was good
0: in uh, The Ravenant with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio He was good in that.
1: Oh. (laughs) I didn't even recognize him. He's that good. He's that good. That's his acting. is that good.
0: (laughs) At the end, after after uh, he's talking to uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and and he's like, you killed my son. And he's like, well, if he was a little bitch. (laughs) But the way he said it was classic. Well, you shouldn't have raised a little bitch. (laughs) I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Tom Hardy. No, I like him. I like him. I'd like to see him as the next James Bond. Hey, so I saw Black Adam. Yeah. Wasn't impressed. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think he would.
1: Yeah. yeah, I wasn't that impressed. I mean, there were some- Well, apparently not a whole lot of people were either because he's not getting a sequel. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah he's getting, he got the boot. <laughs> Even The Rock gets the boot.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I, it might not be necessarily The Rock. It's just the writing, the, the well, writing and the story. And eh, you know. it's so cartoonish. And,
0: and uh, so, Henry Cavill is not going to be the next Superman again. He got booted. Oh, yeah. I guess redoing the franchise again, trying to save DC Comics or whatever. So, I thought he was the perfect
1: Superman. Yeah, he was
0: good. And then the next Batman, is it still this Pattison kid? Did you you watch that one? I did see that one. Any
1: good? I liked it. I liked it. I need to watch it. it. It's one of those, I attribute good movies to, or whether or not I would see it again. Sure. Or if it was very memorable. Like, uh, the, I the, you know right off the top of my head Top Gun I w- I'll see that movie over and over again right because it was just that good like and Tombstone some, Tombstone any, all these uh, the, the, memorable. The good classics Aliens
0: memorable Tombstone these top, are memorable know, films these are memorable films good lines Terminator right. True right.
1: Lies <laughs> well I don't know about True Lies <laughs> I probably wouldn't watch that one again this is great but um, you know that's what I Terminator when I when I think of a good movie, it's because I want to see it again. Yeah, I so agree. Uh, with that said, I would not see what movie we're talking about. <laughs> I forgot it even. Batman, Batman. I wouldn't the see Batman. Batman. I wouldn't see Batman either. So do you remember a single now, line? Now, from the, it? now the only movie I would see again was what's the one with. Um the, the the good one. What, oh the, oh the with the Joker?
0: One? Uh Batman yeah. um begins. No, no. Yeah. Batman Forever. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> it's but with the one with the, the Dark Knight.
1: Dark Knight. That's a good That's one, yeah. the one. I'll see but that. But it's one.
0: The, the openings. Yeah, yeah. I'll the, see that the one. The Joker over. was awesome. He uh Batman was great. The story right. was great. The dialogue was great. Right. But yeah, I agree with
1: that. So that's that's probably, probably the best. Only, yeah.
0: That's the only one I think that comes close to the Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton one. You know? Yeah, the yeah, original yeah. Batman was right. great. Little, little cartoonish in a sense. For the time, it was great, 1989. And then The Dark Knight is probably, I'd have to say... The second best Batman, if not the best Batman. Yeah. Because I it was, it was excellent. Yeah. The, the opening sequence when they, the clowns move oh, each yeah. other off. Right. Was the perfect heist. And then it was just fantastic. Yeah. And And then uh, the guy who won the award there, uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. He just did a phenomenal job. But the story, everything was great in that one. Yeah. And then the- The, the rest suck. <laughs> well, they weren't that good. Right, right. I don't right, think, yeah. and then and I well, didn't they, see this they, last one. They weren't very memorable. I started uh, to watch I mean, this he, last one when he comes out like by the subway or whatever, yeah. and starts beating everyone up, and it was just so boring. I couldn't really understand the the, mm. the dialogue. I, I was like, I want to, I need to watch this at home with subtitles. <laughs> and then I I didn't see it yet. I like subtitles anymore. Yeah, I mean, I I'm
1: so deaf. Well, that's the thing is, I think on a good movie, you might not even. I mean, if it was a really good movie, it shouldn't need subtitles. <laughs>
0: Well, true, but I'm also like a handicap anymore. It's where I kind of need them, you know? It's almost as if a good movie will just tell itself visually. Well, that's a good way to put it. You know what I mean? But I I just can't stand where the sound effects are louder than the dialogue, and I can't hear what they're saying. And then I'm like, I can get the gist of it, but I didn't know what was being said. But
1: No, there are movies. There's one or two movies I was like, the sound person... On post production on this one sucks. It's terrible because you couldn't hear any sound. The, the music is louder than, yes. the, than the dialogue. You can't sound effects are louder than the dialogue. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. So it's not just me. Well, on some movies, I don't know. Not in, all, perti- but in particular, some, that one, I don't even remember. Like uh, Interstellar. That was one of them that I could not even, even make it out with Matthew it, McConaughey, I, even interstellar. I, none of these movies really come to mind where I would tell myself, oh, I got to see that one again. I need to watch it again just to hear what was going on, but it was a pretty
0: cool movie. They go into space, they come back, but they save earth. He comes back and his little daughter is like a 90 year old woman. And he comes mm. back because it's like a day for him. He comes back. It's been like 80 years. Okay. And it's kind of like that Planet of the Apes thing where they come back 5,000
1: years. <laughs> well, maybe I do have to see it again. Just
0: it to, it just was to. pretty cool. It's a very hard, like, uh, you know, it's a very sad moment because the daughter knew he was going to come back one day. And mm. She lives long enough. She's dying, basically, of old age. But he was gone only for a day or so. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes back. And it's a pretty wild movie. Mm. But it's where the Earth, uh, like, nothing's growing anymore. Something's going on. They have to, like... Changed. The, the,
1: that's that's how great the movie was. Well, <laughs> I saw it a long time story. ago, but I couldn't hear it. I
0: couldn't hear what they were saying because yeah, very bad. Well, I don't even mm-hmm. really remember the particular story. But the Earth is dying. There's you know something going on. Okay. They have to re- reboot something out there <laughs> in space. <laughs>
1: they gotta reboot the server. Well, they had to,
0: basically they gotta unplug it, plug
1: it, come back. <laughs> they gotta power down, they gotta unplug the sign. Back, but it comes
0: back. It's eighty years later because pull. of whatever. The the it's yeah. very strange when it, whenever you see that you know with space yeah, the, and time the space time theory yeah it's yeah. like you leave which i don't even understand i don't that. get it, either. it doesn't make sense yeah it's still a day for you so right. you would think you come back it's a day for them yeah. but it's been 80 years or so whatever
1: right. the case is you carry a clock the person on earth carries the exact same clock you leave you come you back leave. it's still ticking the right. same time right. it should be ticking the same time and then right. when you come back it should match the I exact why same not. time why, why I, wouldn't it match
0: they need smart watches or <laughs> smart clocks but but i mean that freaks me out imagine that how about that See, now you're single, no kids, no real family. You can do it and come back 80 years. You might even like it and go, yeah, I want to see how Earth progressed. Right? Mm -hmm. But imagine you have a family. You're very much in love. You're 30 years old. You have four kids. And you know when you leave and you come back, your kids who are like one, two, three, Mm -hmm. four, and five are going to be in their 80s and 90s. Your Mm -hmm. wife's long dead. Okay. Would you do it? Would I go to To save the Earth? Well, but to come back, it's going to be eighty years. Well, if, all your kids are going to be old. Well, if I have a chance if to save the live. Earth, of course I would. All right, so you're not a selfish man, I guess. Well, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would be the one to say, <laughs> "Am I best suited for this?" <laughs>
1: You'd be like, "You could save the Earth."
0: Nah, I'd rather stay here and I want to live my, of my kids. Yeah, but I wonder. Like, like well, I feel like knowing mm-hmm. that. I mean, how many people would leave and come back? Now, I would say, "Can I take my kids with me? Can I take my well, family so, with me?" So here's the thing: let's is, all
1: come back together. So Earth is about to die. Your kids die. In their 40s, because you didn't save the earth, and we all die together, and you all die together. But so, who's wanna, more selfish? You, or you,
0: because I the, didn't save the earth, yeah. But let's just say, in, in, this, in this scenario, I would take my family with me, let them sit in a bunker and sleep <laughs> in that in the ship, they don't have to do anything or participate. Okay, but then we all come back together. That's now by seeing all these movies. Mm, okay, if that I'm ever in a position to save the earth. I want to take my family and loved ones with me. So when we yeah. come back, we either die in space together or we come back.
1: That's like, uh, I kind of wish he would have lost in fu- space. Remember lost in space? The most recent one, I believe it was with, Will uh, Ferrell? no, no. Well, Wolf Ferrell was lost in oh, space. Oh no, that's
0: uh, They I, made a TV show about it. Uh, Land of the lost. <laughs> Land
1: of the lost. Yeah, that was uh, that lost was, in <laughs> space. Was <with laughs> So lost in space was, with, yeah, that one was terrible. with, uh, Matt LeBlanc. And, uh, who's the bad guy in the professional?
0: Oh, that's, uh, um, uh, <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, exactly. That's a. Uh, oh my God!
1: <laughs> right? What the hell's his name? He's great. He's an Air Force One. Uh, his last name is, uh, is like a. Is like a. it's like a word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a word. Yeah. His last. I know, name. I know what you're talking. He's yeah. an Air Force
1: One too. Right. Exactly. Don't yeah. look him up. No. You oh, can't don't you. Right, you can not right, we'll cheat him up. It's yeah, uh, It's a. Uh, oh my God. He, he was. He's in State of Grace. Uh, he was with Denzel Washington in the Apocalypse movie
0: oh yeah yeah the book of eli book of
1: eli it's uh gary oldman oldman see old man old man is a word old man anyway <laughs> the gary scarlet old- letter he so in? yeah he's so, great. so uh gary oldman mott leblanc and gary oldman was the guy who sabotaged the ship you don't remember that movie did you
0: see well, that movie i did a long time ago but i mean so, this is like the mid 90s right? yeah yeah it, it was yeah. a while
1: back anyway maybe 25 it's years a spoiler alert here he, he turns <laughs> in he, he turns into a spider because okay. he got scratched by it, one of those I space I remember fighters. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember this. So, he turned into this weird creature. That was, that was Do you recommend the movie? I do recommend the movie. But I guess my point was, it's the exact same story you were talking about, where these people, this family, basically has to save the Earth. But because they're going out... Are they the dis- Robinsons? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah. I remember so that. They're there was a to, TV show. About, right, right. Uh, they have to find some planet, I guess, that's uh, habitable for Earth and then come back and sure. get everyone or whatever. Anyway, that's that's the same concept, where... They, they come they, back. Is everybody going, older? They're going, but because they want to take their family, their whole family is like scientists. Oh, yeah, and, and it's basically and instead, of, instead, of, space, instead of instead of instead of taking your family who's useless, yeah. they train the whole yeah. family to become useful. Yeah, the the Robinson family. Yeah,
0: uh, Did you ever see the movie Passengers? Uh, sounds got, familiar. It's got uh, Pratt. Uh, yes, I did. whatever his name is. Pratt. Yeah. what's his name? Pratt, Pratt, Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah, I like the movie and. He's going stir crazy. He opens up the the one pod. Right. And then eventually winds up telling her, well, you know, I was bored. I (laughs) I want to fuck you. Now, my point is, (laughs) if you were him, would you have done that? Now, now she, instead of waking up in a planet system or on a planet yeah. to live a life, right. her remaining life is with him on this ship because right. it's going to go 90 years yeah. until they get there. And yet, if you remember, at the very end, there was almost like offspring because they had babies yeah. and their babies had babies. Right. And, and basically, it worked they, out, they, it worked out yeah. well for a family in a right. sense. But I'm asking you, if you were him knowing you're going to die alone, you had 90 years to go, would you wake somebody up? I probably wouldn't. And I would, yeah. because I would go crazy, right. and and it's like, all right, number one. And then I think about every two years, I would wake someone up <laughs> and say,
1: oops, I don't know what happened. Yeah. But I think I would, because yeah. it's not fair. Well, well, the thing is, you were just woken up by accident, or so some malfunction, you got woken up. Right. And I feel like it wouldn't be fair for me to put another person... In the same position you were when. So you would just live a life alone forever? Yeah, knowing that, you could press a button and people wake up? And, yeah, but that's me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just curious. I think I would wake people up at least every five years. <laughs> I mean, you got to reproduce. But then up. you kind
1: of screw them. You no, screw them You don't over. tell them. You just like. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I don't I know understand what happened, happened don't, to me five well, years ago. I understand you don't tell them, but you still yeah. screwed them over.
0: But I mean, maybe they get to where they're going and there's no planet, there's no atmosphere, there's nothing for them. But I get what you're saying. That's a very, it's one of those scary movies. What if? It's a scary movie because of the, like, what do you do attitude?
1: What if everyone gets there intact and healthy and for some reason there's some kind of disease that wipes people out and the only girl that would have been healthy enough to reproduce and populate that planet (laughs) was the girl that you woke up. But I mean, shit happens. You could just put that on the the ship log.
0: (laughs) Shit happens. Shit happens. Send another ship. (laughs) No, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm being serious. Like, I wonder if like for whatever reason you wake up, you find out you got 90 years, you're clearly going to be dead in 30 years, you know, and anyone you wake up is going, they're not going to survive the trip. But, you know, would you, I don't know. I mean, well, that, no, not, I think I would be that guy. No, that that's I, fine. I would go crazy okay. being alone. Oh, and I think, my cra- but I think my craziness would be like, I'm going to, basically, you just have a button and, and you you can see through their, uh, their sleep uh, quarters or whatever that is <laughs> that you can, you know, you just press a button and that person's going to wake up <laughs> and that person's going to wake up, right, and right. I, you know? And so I would sure. think every couple of years, you know, I don't know what happened and you woke up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, let me show you the ship. These are my quarter. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I mean... It's, it's, what is it, it's a
1: coincidence that all these women are... Hot women.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they're all 18 to 30. <laughs> yeah. No, but... but Yeah, right? None of the men. But but at the same time, I mean, it's like, I. Was, well, it happened to me. <laughs> and then you get,
1: you get to the planet and it's just all, all men. men. <laughs> <laughs> and they die
0: off. <laughs> but all these women, though, would have babies. It would all be, uh, you know, my DNA.
1: But well, They but, all look like you. Just, but, but it's a planet of changers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but I, I mean I thought that was a brilliant movie in a sense that at the very end just thinking like what do you do you yeah. know do you live a li- and they they made a life together on a ship and they had the resources to keep it going and everything else but you know and then obviously I think they had children I, I think, think so, at the yeah. end you know there was like
1: because yeah, there see, were like yeah. some
0: adults. That were still there because that was their offspring, no mm-hmm. doubt. And they were older, probably in their 50s or 60s or something like that. But I I, need, I like that movie. I thought it was pretty interesting. I like movies that, that raise that question. What would you do? What's right. the ethical thing to do? And what would you do? Right. right. Because it's not always the same.
1: You yeah. Know? Not because, everyone has the same answer. Right,
0: right. But I'm not always like... I know... Some of my decision making wouldn't be the ethical, but it's self preservation in a sense. Sure. Like, how do I survive? With it? you know, it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Castaway. You know, he started talking to a volleyball. Yeah. I get it because like you need something to keep you some sanity, yeah. and he was losing his mind in right. that movie. Right, right. You know, and and again, like let's say let's say for instance, you're castaway. You don't have a volleyball, but you have a woman that drifts up with you you know. Okay. Okay. Are are you not going to reproduce? Are you not going to fall in love? Are you not going to try... I mean, you can't be enemies on an island. Don't you think naturally what if she was, people have urges? What if she was fat and ugly? It, I don't think it would matter. Okay. I think you would learn to love the roles. You know what I'm saying? But wouldn't you? <laughs> no, I I, I probably think you would. would. Probably, I yeah. think at some point you would have to. I mean, just because human touch. Like, what if she was a troll, though? It doesn't matter. I don't think it would matter. I think that's why, you know, God created nighttime. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no daylight. I, I don't know. I'm just saying for myself. No, like, it's so. Or what if she was so hot? That she found you repulsive. I think over time she would say, he's not so bad. He, he, he hunts mm. for me. He gets mm. me, you know, he does things for me. He tries. He makes me laugh once in a while. It took two years, but yet she'll finally come around. She'll finally the and last then, person on earth. But let's just say she doesn't come around. Do you think you have it in you to bop her in the head with a coconut? <laughs> Why would I bop her in the head of the coconut? Well, you know what I'm saying. Because your animalistic urges are going to take over. So,
1: you rape her, basically.
0: Well, I didn't say the rapey <laughs> word, but, but I'm just saying. But but do you think in nature, like, you remember that one uh, book, what was it called? The uh, Where the kids, the hell was it called? Uh, you, Lord of the
1: Flies. Yeah, Lord of the Flies, yeah. where,
0: you know, uh, that's a brilliant kind of storyline. You know, you have a shipwrecked a bunch of kids, and suddenly, you know, at some point, they're killing each other. Yeah. Because, again, there's going to be an alpha, there's going to be... Uh, rules and laws that they create whether it's you know right or wrong it's just a society gets created because Mm -hmm. of survival you know (laughs) and i think i think people have that instinct like we're all cavemen but i wonder i wonder how i would be i think after like what two years how long in that movie castaway before he started talking to a volleyball i don't remember six months in he he was going stir crazy yeah i don't know i think it was pretty early into the movie yeah i don't remember He he was losing it and then suddenly he's just talking to a volleyball What was the name? Wilson. Wilson! (laughs) Isn't that crazy? But I just wonder how yeah. life would be, you know, like in, in those situations, yeah. you, you might do just fine. Like, I think I would. You don't think you'd go stir crazy? No. Passengers I, or cast away no. or just sometimes you know, I easier, wish you'd be in the jungle and or the, the wilderness and okay. just be like, I'm fine.
1: Sometimes I wish it happened right now. <laughs> well, that's why that's why I'm not really like I'm not worried about a World um, War Three World like, War ah, Three or <laughs> an asteroid hitting Earth. I don't really care. Either
0: I die or I'll survive or zombies. I'll either we all die right away or I'll survive. Yeah, that's how I think like that, too. But at the same time, it's like, I just wonder, like, what people would become and how I would become.
1: Yeah, it, it would. It's definitely would be different once you experience it for real. I mean, we can say what we think we would do now. In the comfort of our, you know, own home and imagination. Right. But once once it comes down to it... Like, how generous I don't, think, would you I don't be? think? I don't think we really would ever know until we are actually there. In, that situation. That, in that situation. And that's yeah. what
0: I mean by yeah. that. Like, I try to put myself really in those situations. Yeah. And how would I be? In passengers, I'm waking people up every couple of years. Yeah. And go, I don't know what happened. It happened <laughs> to me. In Castaway, if there was a, a girl, I'm yeah. like... Sooner or later, you're going to want me, baby. <laughs> but that's how I feel, though. Like, I can't go forever. And like, let's say, for instance, the world comes to shit, right? Okay. Let's even say uh right now we're actually going through a, a cold front. Okay. Let's just say the shit hits the fan. It's COVID-19 a 100 times now. Okay. Uh Basically have no power, low on food, plenty of ammo. It's me and you here. We got wood. We got fire. We got plenty of water. We get a knock at the door. Okay. Now... It's two dudes out there and they look scruffy. Do we let them in for soup and bread? Probably not. Lights are off. Go away. (laughs) No one's home. The next round, two of the hottest chicks we've ever seen. Well, that door's open right now. Do you have any food, sir? But you see what I mean? Realistically, (laughs) we would give them a chance. Well, yeah. All right. But the other two, we don't trust them
1: no you don't exactly. trust them and we don't want to waste our resources on exactly. them.
0: we're not wasting it on men <laughs> you see? but that's the reality of it I'm giving you my rice right I'm not yeah. even answering I see through the peak hole they look on. you know yeah. you know yeah. I'm not wasting resources on them either but you see but that's the, the facts of life right there yeah. in yeah. a nutshell yeah. because I think you know that's just being honest I think people would be like that yeah. you know and I think it was so. us yeah. too on the For outside sure. of the door right. of course we would want them to let us in oh, yeah. but then at some point we're kicking down the door <laughs>
1: now <laughs> right. it's a battle it's,
0: it's a shootout <laughs> And then, and then and then we kill two people and then the next day everything's back to normal and we're <laughs> on the run <laughs> but wouldn't that
1: be like no we now we take over this house yeah exactly, exactly. They, we don't know what and happened. now it's a cycle like the next two guys <laughs> is gonna kick down our door it's a great movie plot yeah, man. yeah that would be true. a movie plot yeah that would you would find out later on throughout the movie there were a hundred other couple guys that did the same, did the same thing throughout the, the, they, the whole life buried in the backyard yeah exactly
0: but it's, you know, these movies are thought provoking to me because, you know, you never know what you would do in those situations. But I, I feel pretty good. The decisions I think about, I would probably act on those things, you know, based on the characters that do what they do in those movies. I'm like, I think I would do that, too.
1: Like, I don't blame Chris Pratt for waking her up. Well, the problem with me is the things that I would do would end the movie
0: that's you true you would just be by yourself the whole movie nothing would happen
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it would be a very boring movie if it happened where it was based on my decisions but on an island like uh, in castaway you think you wouldn't go crazy I, you know what i might even just stay there i'd be like this You'd is be a great fine. place yeah, be yeah fine. no bills no no, no no i just fish nothing. i just enjoy i tan i make my own furniture i build my own place like
0: i guess so i mean it sounds almost appealing and if and then it's like well someday somebody might find me if not i'm happy yeah that's
1: exactly how i'd
0: feel yeah I would go nut. I think I would be worse
1: than he was, and that's characteristic of the Personals. life you're in right. You're right now. You're with your relationship, and I'm right. not. And because I don't feel like I need to, or I don't feel like I have time, but you have to be with someone all the time.
0: I think so. I, yeah. I think I would. I'd be like in Legend, where he's talking to mannequins. I like that <laughs> movie, by the way.
1: Yeah, that, that's a, that was a good movie. That's yeah, one but of at the movies I watched. I saw her when his dog died. Multiple times, I've watched that one. Yeah, so.
0: they're making part two. Apparently, he lives at the end.
1: There's no way he lives. No, he lives. Uh, how uh, apparently uh not he, under he, like a, t- a no, table He's become a zombie because no here's no here's the thing is he injected himself didn't he no but here's the thing oh no he's immune that's right but he but here's the thing is first of all he's holding a grenade the grenade goes off as he hits the the glass he throws it <laughs> <laughs> and then second the lady and the little boy survived to get to the destination. Wouldn't you think that when they got out of the space they were in, yeah. that they would have found him or that they would have looked for him before they left. It's going to be a weird, uh, you know, sequel, but he's in it with Michael B. Jordan and he's alive, Yeah, uh, but he is currently, it's not like a flashback or anything. Well, I don't know anything about the story. Uh, mind, I think that's going to be a, flashback. a
0: time legend two with There's no way. Smith and Michael B. Jordan.
1: Just, just because but of those two things alone he lives at the end. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying.
0: It's going to be weird. Yeah. Uh, it would be stupid. It but would be a, because again, he was holding a grenade. But Will Smith's last movie did so poorly at the box office, Emancipation, oh, yeah, yeah. that I bet all his movies get scrapped because they're like, dude, we got to wait five years for this. <laughs> yeah. You know, you shouldn't have slapped our favorite comedian, Chris Rock, you <laughs> prick. But you see what I mean? No. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this movie, That that's what they're blaming. But mm. I, I, I didn't see where it's playing anywhere, Emancipation. I'm pretty, sure, do?
1: I'm pretty sure if he made I Am Legend 2. More people would have seen it? More people would have seen it. And
0: it said with Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan. I don't know what role he would play, but mm-hmm. would that be something? I would if,
1: think it's either a flashback where he got cloned. Eh, I'm gonna say because you like
0: it would be stupid if it's him, right? Yeah. If he survived that. Yeah, yeah I agree. But well, we'll see yeah. what happens. But you know, I, I hate movies like that too, where they don't show exactly what happened, but somehow they'll reunite on the outside, and he'll say, "Oh yeah, the the desk saved."
1: Well, I see, mean, you, you can see, do see, anything. There's, there's there's other movies where it has happened where they came out of it or they survived, but they didn't show how they died or they right, didn't, they right. didn't show that they actually you saw did an die. explosion, but you like, didn't right. say anything. Right? Like if if I am Legend, if in the last part they showed him throw a grenade. Even that part, let's say he did do that. Let's say he was holding a grenade and he, but the part where the the lady comes out and the boy comes out. If the lady and the boy were not there, then I would accept maybe he comes, maybe he did duck behind a a desk and no one saw it. But because there's a lady and a boy that comes out that should have found him. Before they left, yeah. then I would believe it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I hope it gets made
0: just to see another flop for Will Smith. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I, I liked the first one. I didn't love it, but I liked it because I like those apocalyptic movies as well. Yeah, me too. So, but, uh, are we, uh, well, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the end of the year. So, yes. we want to thank everybody for uh, tuning into us all year long. Yes, and, uh, absolutely. Thank you to, very much. All right. We want you to continue. In uh, 2023 to follow us. Wow, 2023.
1: Right? It, so we started in 2020 or 2019. I think 2019. It was before the pandemic. We started in before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, 19, of course. 2021, 20, we
0: 22. It's well, cr- but we're only on our well, third season. Well, we're entering our fourth.
1: Yeah. So three years. 2022, 2021. So, so we started in the late 19, um Probably late, late 2019. Yeah. Okay, I would think so. So
0: we, uh, we appreciate everybody listening and, uh, keep writing into us with your questions. Yes.
1: And Merry Christmas and happy new year. Yeah, absolutely. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everyone.